Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Right. I should have known you were bad news from the bad boy demeanor and the tattoos. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar and your dating guru and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv is Cheryl Vesner. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, how are you, Dan? Good, how are you? I'm great, I'm loving this. We're yeah. out on the streets right. in Montreal. Our first, our first show on the road. Uh, quite the setup here, I have to say. We're at the Jack Saloon in the Old Port. Uh, tell us about the location. This is this is quite a. Quite I mean, a look scene at here. us. We're sitting here in the terrace, overlooking. Actually, we're at the indoor terrace, looking out over the outdoor terrace. That is packed right now with the Grand Prix people who just want to get out there and party, overlooking De La Commune. I mean, what could be better? Yeah, it's really uh, quite a wild spot. And so, uh, while we have the DJ in the background here, we're gonna do a special version of the show, all round table. So we're going to talk to uh, some local personalities about the dating scene. Uh, Andrew Carter will be along soon, of course, Chantel with the CJD morning show. Chantal's on the way, and and another Chantal. That's right, Chantal Chamandi, the right. singing diva, and um, she's also a movie producer now. Oh, wow. So yeah. uh, Chantal Chamandi coming up. But first, let's get to our first Chantal of the evening. Uh, she is, of course, uh, CJD listeners know her well. Hockey night in Canada, stand-up comic Chantal Desjardins is on Solo in the City. Hey, Chantal. Welcome to the show. Now, if only all of the shows I did were at a bar, my job would be so much more fun. Thanks for having me. So is ours, actually. And you know what? This is what Solo in the City is all about. It's about bringing people out, getting out there, getting social, and the best way to meet new people. I have met a, a number of new people, and uh, from now on, I'm only meeting good-looking people, because that's who hangs out here. You're right. I mean, this is a really good-looking crowd out there, including uh, Andrew Carter, who I see out there in the crowd. Well, I was going to say, and then there's Andrew Carter, but I mean, you know, he's okay, too. He's wearing a nice blue shirt today, so... Well, that's something that Grand Prix tends to do. It tends to bring people out and looking their finest. I agree. I mean, actually, for Andrew, like, this is the best I've seen him. Well, you know what? That's perfect intro into our show today because we're talking about high-maintenance relationships and high-maintenance people. What actually defines a high-maintenance woman, a high-maintenance man? I know a high-maintenance woman. Who's that, Andrew? Chantal Desjardins. Hang on, Andrew. Settle the rails. Down. We're going off the rails here. It's my turn first. Um, Andrew's coming up in a couple of minutes. Right. Wait your turn. We'll get him a drink. Uh, high maintenance. I find there's there's usually one high maintenance person in every couple. And uh, Cheryl, I believe that you are the high maintenance one in your couple, and I'm the high maintenance one in my couple. Well, actually, here's the funny part: is number one, there is a list that we're going to talk about later about what qualifies somebody as high maintenance, and that's somebody who has to grab the limelight all the time, namely people who jump in on segments. Andrew. Right, Andrew? Andrew's not saying anything now. He wants to wait his turn. Okay, so I want to clarify something. One thing is about high maintenance is sometimes it's what you see is not actually what you get. And that's very important because a lot of people think, for instance, I'm very high maintenance when you look at me. But the fact is I get my hair done once a week or I blow dry it once a week and it lasts a week. It doesn't, you know, I just happen to have great hair. I don't spend a lot of time on my personal stuff. No, it's great. You just happen to have great hair? No, she it does is. have great hair. For you listeners know. out there, Cheryl has the best hair I've seen. I know. It's I very good hair, Cheryl. Great hair as well. <laughs> okay, no, it's just like some things are easily maintained. It just does what it tells you to do um, for a week, and we go with it. So, 
High maintenance sometimes is more about what you expect from another person, what you expect from people around you, and what they give to you within a relationship. No? Well, you've got that much figured out. I feel like, uh, for the most part, I'm reasonably high maintenance in terms of I expect. I find people who are successful in their careers are reasonably demanding in their personal lives as well. They want, you know, what they want when they want it. And I find that I'm that way, which is why maybe I'm more difficult to date than somebody else. But I believe that in the end, it's worth it. Do you really think you're hard to date? No, I, you know what? Day-to-day -day things, I find I'm pretty easy. Like, I'm from Winnipeg. I like to be in sweatpants, you know? I like to have my hair in a ponytail, and I like to have no makeup. But because of the jobs we're in, I find we dress up a lot. I find we have to go out a lot. And so I find there's a lot of commitments, and there's a lot of social interacting that you need to be on all the time. So I need to date somebody that can either handle that or that's okay with me taking the limelight away and him, you know, staying at home and feeding my dog in the meantime. So is part of being high maintenance for you also what the other person has to deal with within your personal, not your personal actually, your professional world? Oh, for sure. I find that's a big uh, challenge is to find somebody that can deal with all of the social commitments and the work commitments and all the uh, everything that comes with somebody in our fields that's in the limelight. I don't think I could date somebody that does what I do necessarily because then I find we would be competing. I, <laughs> Wait, are you competing for the limelight here? I feel like, yeah, like say Andrew and I. Andrew keeps trying to take your, your, your microphone away from me, so I don't think we would ever work out. Whereas, you know, I'm, I'm dating a guy now who's in a completely different field and he's okay with me you know, going out to the balls and, you know, he's okay with not coming to that. What about you, Dan? Does that interfere at all in your dating world? Are you considered high maintenance in a relationship? Yeah, I think, I think I'm the high maintenance one, just like Chantal. But, so there always has to be one that's low maintenance, and I'm usually not that. Because I, the, the lifestyle is kind of weird. I mean, Chantal, you know, you're traveling all over the place and long hours, and it's tough to get, to, to get used to sometimes. And my show finishes at 10 p.m. some nights, so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm definitely high maintenance. And the thing is, I need a little bit of freedom as well in terms of when I'm done a long day. If I work a 14-hour day where you're, you're covering practice in the morning and you're traveling and then you're doing a show and you're doing the hockey game, I don't want to then have to sit on the phone and talk for an hour to talk about my day. Sometimes I just want to go have a nice glass of wine and hang out and not check in with somebody. You know, So I need somebody that's okay with not having an update every two minutes about what you're doing and what you're feeling. Have you ever dated a high-maintenance person and just had to say, like, no, this doesn't work? For sure. For me, high-maintenance means smothering because I'm always going to be on the go. I'm always doing something, whether it's TV, it's radio, it's stand-up, and I'm always, you know, either traveling or on the move. So I need to be with somebody who's confident enough that they're not texting every two minutes, like, well, what are you doing now? Like, I need an update now. And I've dated a guy or two like that, and they didn't work out. What about you, Dan? Ever date a high-maintenance woman? Uh, not really, to be honest. I've been pretty lucky. Um, I don't think they last very long when I, when I date them because two high-maintenance people in a relationship, bad, really bad combination. Bad. Yeah, yeah, Dan and I would never work out. No, no. So that leaves you and I. That's kind <laughs> of like we have, just have to go out with the girls on the town and uh, be each other's wingmen. I'm okay with that. You're clearly the best-looking one at this table. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Like, it's only because I have the hair. <laughs> the hair that you only have to do once a week, and then it lasts, because you're blessed with good hair. That's it's it. A it's a curse. It's a blessing. It's a blessing and a curse together. Chantal, have you ever... So you're Hockey Night in Canada. 
Have you ever tried or come close to dating a hockey player, and would you go there? She's tried. Absolutely not. <laughs> I find the hockey players much too young. I guess that's fair. No. I uh, just, no, you, you just don't date them. Once you're in this kind of a role, you learn to turn it off. I'm calling Paul right here. <laughs> They're much too young. How old is your current boyfriend? Okay, so he's young. He's young. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. And, and that's a whole other episode. We've done that episode on cougars already. Yes, I'm definitely a cougar. But it's good because I get the, uh, the kids rate at most restaurants. So it works out. And as long as I have them home by 10, I mean, everybody's happy. Um, no, but you know what? It's just, it's, a, it's not a matter of whether I think they're good looking or not. It's just, you can't do it. Like, there's an unwritten, or maybe it's a written rule, that you would never date an athlete in your field. Like, you see Erin Andrews, she's a football reporter, and she can date a hockey player because it's not in her realm. But she would never date a football player. And I think it's the same for hockey reporters. You just can't, it's like, it doesn't mix. And low maintenance to you means that they also come with their own toothbrush because I've seen your comedy routine. Yeah, actually, I'm now uh, sponsored by Colgate because uh, I've handed out so many toothbrushes around town. Go to ChantalDesjardins.ca and see the stand-up. For those of you who don't know, Chantal Desjardins does do comic and she does stand-up every once in a while at different places around Montreal and she has a hilarious routine all about relating, dating, and mating in her own relationships. That's right, yeah. Like, I, I was divorced four years ago, and so there's a lot of uh, new experiences over the last couple of years, and some of them involve toothbrushes. That's all I'll say. Okay, well, I'm dying to hear about these toothbrushes things, but I think for that, you actually have to go to Chantal's site, and I think she has a few of these things posted. What about you, Dan? What qualifies low maintenance versus high maintenance for you? Um, I'm, I guess it's, a, it's all about the amount of time that you have to devote to, uh, to maintaining the relationship. Um, I, I don't know, like five pretty long days, come home at the end of a long day, you don't want to sort of have big talks of, about stuff for very long. So it should feel natural and carefree, I guess, I don't know. It's interesting, later on in the show we are going to have Chantal Chamandi on, who is married, and we're going to talk about also what it is that people have expectations when they're, you know, later on in life, because it definitely changes the dynamics of what's high maintenance, because people get into a routine, and if they had somebody else in their partnership who, you know, did certain things for them in their last relationship, they might expect it this time, and they may not get it with somebody new. So coming up, we'll have Andrew Carter on the show, Chantal Desjardins will be back, and Chantal Chamandi as well. Solo in the city, we're on location this week at the Jack Saloon in the Old Port for Grand Prix, solointhecity.tv. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with Cheryl Besner, founder of Solo in the City TV. And Cheryl, we're on location this week at the Jack Saloon in the Old Port, a roundtable edition of the show for Grand Prix. Yeah, it's amazing. This is exactly what Solo in the City is all about. It's getting people out of their houses, getting out there, getting social, because the way to meet new people is the only way. Get out there and do it. Well, it's a pretty big weekend to do that. So on the roundtable so far, we have Chantal Desjardins, Hockey Night in Canada, stand-up comic as well. And we bring on Andrew Carter from the Andrew Carter Morning Show. Hi, Andrew Carter. How you doing? It's nice to see you guys. 
Chantal. Chantal's sticking out her tongue at you, Andrew. I you think she's what? upset. Chantal, I was listening to everything that Chantal said in the previous segment, and she is so full of it, it's unbelievable. This notion of, like, a football reporter can't date a football player. She married a football player when she was a football oh. reporter. I was not a football reporter. Oh. I was 20, and I was in college. I just happened oh, okay. to then go on and marry a football player. Okay, I'm and sorry. he was I stand younger. Corrected. I mean, she was younger than he was. So. Quite a bit younger, yeah. Just goes to show, get him young. <laughs> I think she was to get her tongue, actually, because she was a little upset that you kept grabbing her microphone. No, I'm not grabbing her microphone. I thought this was a round table. I didn't realize that I wasn't allowed to speak. <laughs> now Chantel's jumping in. Chantel now wants Chantel. a round table, too. You know? Off the rails. We are totally off the rails here. But you know what? This is what it's all about, right? You kind of have to go with the flow when you're out on Grand Prix weekend and just ready to get so, social, have fun with people, and then never know. You might talk to the people around you at the next table. So let's, well, Chantal Chimanti is here, so let's, we might as well bring we her on well now. well bring her on. <laughs> I thought this was a round table too. Are we talking about needy people or what? What are we talking about? We are now. <laughs> well, you know, it's about needy people or what we tend to call it right now is we're saying people who are high maintenance. So you can flip it either way you want, high maintenance or needy. Andrew, I'd really like to know though, what, it, uh, what are you doing? You're eating a microphone? <laughs> no, no, you were sticking your fingers close to my mouth. I was, I was trying to bite your fingers. The, um, uh, the, I want what, to know, do, what do you mean by high maintenance? Well, a woman, in your case, a woman. Somebody, a woman in my case. In, in your woman. case, because there's high maintenance men and high maintenance women. But for you, it's high maintenance woman. Somebody who maybe takes too much of your attention or demands too much of your attention when you can't do it, or somebody who, you know, in some cases might be asking for a financial um, gift from you or right, buying okay. her things or taking her out too much. Again, this is works both ways, men and women, but I'm just referring it to women when it comes to you right now. I don't think, I've ha I, I don't think I'm capable of having a, a, high a high maintenance relationship. Yeah, there's only one Andrew Carter in the no, Andrew no, Carter no. relationship, no, no, and it's that, Andrew Carter. No, no, that's not true at all. That's, that's completely wrong. Really? I'm, I'm a space cadet, so I would not even be aware of the fact that somebody needed a lot of no, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be aware uh, at all because Andrew just walks around and, and people know Andrew. So he needs somebody that can put up with... No, a, but... No, no, it's not in a bad way, but you, you demand a lot of space. No, I, I do you not, do. though. You walk into a room and you take up space. Whether I you take up to no or not, space. you take up space. What are you talking about? Wait a minute, about? wait a minute, wait I a take minute. Up no I space. would say that a lot of us take up a lot of space... When I don't know what you're talking world. about. Honestly, Come I don't on. take up any space at all. I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm just no, saying when you walk into a room, people know who you are. You command attention because you walk in and you're wearing a bright blue shirt. <laughs> and you need to be with somebody that's accepting that you are going to be the star in the relationship. If you're with a woman that's feeling that self-conscious or, or you know, isn't very sure of herself, she's going to get left behind and For she's going to be holding on to your... Listen... You know, you know for a long time that I, I dated a woman who was way more famous than me. This is true. And, and I, uh, I had no problems with that at all. And what would happen when you would walk into a room together? That people would ignore me completely. And like how did I wasn't that make even, you feel? Like I wasn't even there. Fine. Yeah, you were okay with that? I was that? fine with that. I'm not, you know, people don't, I'm on radio. People don't recognize me to start with, so it's not a, it's not a big deal. And in terms of, like, this, this idea of, of, of high maintenance, I mean, somebody who's, I consider somebody who's high maintenance to be high maintenance emotionally. Like, you always have to be reassuring them or something like that. You always have to be, 
You know, they, they want to hear from you 15 times a day or so on. I'm not that guy. Okay, well, not, we... because I, not because I don't want to. I'm not loving and caring and thinking about people. It's just because, you know, it, it's just because it's not my, it's not my thing. Okay, so, so Andrew, what kind of guy are you? I mean, tell us, I mean, people know you from the morning show, but, I mean, yeah, we want to get to know the real Andrew Carter. I'm a really simple guy. I, I love my family. I love my kids. I like to play golf. I work hard. I go out to a lot of events. No, Chantel's making fun of me. Chantel. Um, but I'm going no, through No, no, she's but not I'm making going fun. She's a... just shaking her head in agreement, right, Chantel? No, she's not. I just think uh, at this point in Andrew's life, he's looking for somebody that fits into what he's he's got already. He's got his house. He's got his work. He's got his kids. He's got you're his, right. you know. And right. so you, you get a little more now, rigid, I find, in I'm what going, you're looking no, for. No, but I'm going through a transition right now, right? I mean, I got divorced. I, did, I never thought I would get divorced. I never wanted to get divorced, but I ended up divorced. And now I'm enjoying... Okay, so my, I, my time, but it's not, I, I'm not, you know, meeting a lot of women and going out here and there and doing a lot of stuff. I just, I don't know what I want at this point. Well, and you may not, and you don't have to know right now. But here's right. the thing is, when we talk about needy or we talk about somebody who's high maintenance, you know, that's the misconception. When we get older and we get divorced, we have, we're kind of set in our ways. And when we're with somebody who is from a completely different background, they may not follow the same pattern and the same groove that we have and then that's when people start saying that person's high maintenance because you're right it's not always in reflection of something that they need it's, it's something that we're not capable of giving but you probably experience this too i mean you 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 enjoy doing all the things that you all the aspects of your life your work your kids your Love family it. everything and it's nice to have the company of the opposite sex sometimes but you don't necessarily want to spend if you spent Friday evening with them and you've had a sleepover, you don't want to necessarily spend the entire weekend with them. Uh, actually, you know, you know what, what? I, I you know, actually like, do. If I'm really interested in well, that person, you, like when you are interested, I am interested. Well, maybe now, exactly. but I mean, you know, at this point in my life, you know, I don't know what I, I want, so I'd rather sort of stay away from things. So for you, it's a sleepover. Get up in the morning. But I don't do it. I mean, if I was to do it, now I'm getting caught in a. Now sort you're of getting thing. caught in something here. But you know, what I'm saying I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm high maintenance, and I don't think I'm capable of going out with somebody who's high maintenance. So what do you think about that, Chantal? Because Andrew was just saying that for some, for some people, for instance, for him, he doesn't necessarily want to spend the night with somebody, and then if it's Friday night, have to spend the whole weekend with them. It's like thank you for the evening, and it was and, great. And go home. Well, the next morning, he may just not want to see her that night. Oh, that's okay. So you're saying you would, you're like a Friday night but not Saturday night kind of guy. You just don't want to mail, you don't want to... He doesn't want to no, have to No, I'm asking you if, if you, you know, if you were to have a sleepover. Yeah. Would you want to necessarily spend the entire them. next day with them? And be a, no, no, no. No, you want them uh, out of there as soon as possible. Especially new. The new yeah. relationship, it's all a game. So you have to have somewhere to be the next day. Even if you don't. Even if it's like a date with your dog. Right. I find like you can wake up and you can do the cuddle thing and maybe you can let him make you breakfast and then you like, you get out of there. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's making you breakfast. I love this. Oh, yeah. He's making me breakfast, but uh, then, yeah, I find to keep him interested, you don't want to be like, all right, what are we doing for lunch? And like, what's yeah. on the TV? Want to do a Star Wars marathon? <laughs> you know, that is definitely yeah. a relationship killer. So for, me, so for me, I will tell you that for four years, I was dating, I never had anybody sleep over, ever, in my house. Why? Just didn't want to have the complication. I just, 
Why don't so I keep the, my, same thing personal, I'm talking about my personal life separate from my relationship life, from my business life? Personal meeting my children and my home. That's to me was It was your my sanctuary. Yeah. Well, it was my, no, it was my boundary that I wanted to keep for me. Okay. And I actually suggest that for a lot of people who aren't sure if the person that's coming into their world is a keeper, well, don't have them say You know what, there's a lot of people in our position that, that have, um, they have kids, and you don't want to force somebody new on your kids, right? right? Until they're really ready. We're at, on location at uh, Jack's Saloon this week for Solo in the City. Andrew Carter, Chantal Desjardins, and in a moment, Chantal Chamandi on our round table. Solo in the City on Newstalk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. You and me, we made a vow. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with Cheryl Besner, of course, founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, on location this week. Uh, and we're now outside the Jackson in the Old Port because it got too crazy for us. Well, it got too crazy, and the show is all about bringing it to the streets. And we're in the Love Beats car out here on De La Commune, and we're watching the crowd from over here, and it's looking great from afar, too. Yeah, we're doing the radio show from the Red Cadillac, and people are coming up. It's kind of cool. Uh, so let's uh, reintroduce our guest, the roundtable. First, Andrew Carter of the Andrew Carter Morning Show here on CJD. It's a great car, a 1961 Cadillac. It's, oh, pro- it's probably very much like the car I was conceived in. Wasn't that your year? <laughs> Uh, 62. That's the voice of Chantal Desjardins, Hockey Night in Canada, and a stand-up comic. Hi, Chantal. It's been a while since I've worked the streets, so it's good to be back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> and that's the voice of another Chantal, Chantal Chamandi. Hi, Chantal. Hi, how are you? I'm trying to be a stand-up comic. Funny, I like, like That was funny. Like that. that was good, right? <laughs> so, Chantal, in case you haven't like been listening, because it was pretty loud in there, watching people party and everything, we were talking about high-maintenance men, high-maintenance women, what deciphers whether a person is high maintenance or relationship is high maintenance and kind of leaning towards needy relationships and want to get what you have to say about that. So actually when you guys were talking, Chantal and I were talking and I was just telling her that, you know, what what's a high maintenance relationship for one person doesn't mean it's a high maintenance relationship for another person. So for example, I was giving that example, some men like women who are, we use the word needy, okay? I looked it up in the dictionary. I was going to give you the definition, but it's not a very nice one. So <laughs> I'm forget about that. But I think that, you know what, it really depends on the two people because some people really like needing each other to the max. You know, like you said, you mentioned, we were talking, you said, you know, you don't have to wake up in the morning and, you know, have to watch Star Wars at a, uh, you know, a marathon of Star Wars. <laughs> but you know what, if the two people like that, and they're happy doing that. So what's a high-maintenance relationship? So I think, the, I think the issue here is find a person that's really... We use the word soulmate. I believe you marry your best friend or you're with your best friend because two people who have a lot of things in common on the long term last longer. You know, it sounds crazy. People say, oh, opposites attract. The truth is opposites attract at the beginning. It's sexy. But at the end of the day, the person you really want to be with is somebody that you really share your day-to-day. 
if you like watching TV all the time and I want to go out, this relationship is not going to work. So I think that that's the difference, and that's why we cannot put a stereotype around that word. Do you agree? And that's why Chantal's the only one of us that's still married. That's right, and I was, that's what I was about to say. Is <laughs> the fact is that Chantal has been married a very long time. 20 years. Happily married. Yes. And you were kind of like the one out there. You were the shining star. You were the one that kind yep. of lit up a room, and your husband has always supported that and let you take that place, right? Yeah, and that's, I think that's what sexy is. You know, sexy to one person. Because he's confident. You know, he's confident. You know, when he met me, I was 19, 20, 20 years old. I, you know, I wore short skirts. I sang on stage. I still do the same thing today, 20 years later. I love what I do. And you know what? He's not, um, he's not insecure about it. Oh, so that's another thing. So the word needy also equals insecure equals you know people who are not self-confident because they always feel like they have to be the center of attention at any cost we all here at this at, in this car are kind of the center of attention because we're all in an industry that requires us to be but we have to find people that make that that support that and that make us feel that like it's okay that. to be that yeah. way not like oh my god i have to go home to my husband he's going to get upset that i got him late that they love that my husband's standing over there and he's like he loves looking at me and saying it's great. She's still doing what she loves Because to do. it's also part of who you are. And we all have to own who we are and be honest about it and not let somebody else change that. Because that's yeah. where things happen. Well, when people change it, right? You don't you don't want to change for that other person or have that person change for you. You should never change for anybody. And people always say, I love, I hate this word, and I hear it all the time, compromise. You know? Uh, you should compromise. That is the one thing I really don't believe in. And I know it sounds like, well, what do you mean? How do you not compromise? think about it when you're with your best girlfriends or your best guy friends and you hang out do you compromise no absolutely not right so so why would you compromise with for the man that you're gonna either end up spending spending the rest of your life with how, how could that be fun oh shit i gotta do this oops i have to do this because of that you shouldn't that's what i think at the end of the day what makes a really good relationship is not to compromise to be who you are Andrew, what do you think about compromise? Yeah, Andrew, you what do you think? <laughs> You've got three women here looking at you. Andrew, I, stir I you down. I, I think what Chantel says makes sense. <laughs> That's Chantel Shamandi. But I, um, but I think that you have to in in. Uh, that's easy for a woman to say. I think from a man's perspective, you have to compromise. If you don't, you're dead. Oh come on! That is so. Because, I can't believe you just no, said that. You, Wait a minute. You know what? You're, you know I want to hear, you, hear what you have to say, and then I'm dying to give that microphone to Chantal because no, she's no. jumping out of the seat. You here know what? If you to... think no, if you honestly think that as a man you can't compromise to, uh, you don't need to compromise to, to keep your girlfriend or wife happy, then I think you're misled. I think you're misunderstanding. Why don't you give us at least an example so at least the audience will understand where you're going with this? Okay, let's let's take the most simple example possible. Okay, Chantal, we're, you and I are going out to to dinner, and you you come out and you say, "Do I look fat in these pants?" Oh, we're going with the and, fat routine, right? And, okay. And if I and and I say, "Yes, you look a little bit chubby in those pants," you know, I I think that most I think that most guys, if they said that, you immediately say, "No." See, I, I, see, Absolutely. So not. this is where it's. I think that you're. I think that if if it's any other way in your household, good for you. But I think that's an aberration. Okay. Well, the good for you part is the part you have to do before you're in the relationship so long. And at the end of the day, I 
come out every day. It's so funny that you use the fat thing. I no, come I mean, out, it's, it's no, just this, it's a very it. simple I, it's, way. It's a very, and it is. It's a great... Yeah. It's a great uh, uh, example. Example. But the truth is, is that I do. I walk out and I go, how do I look in this dress? Tell me the truth. And he looks at me and he'll say, truthfully, it's not your best. It's not your best look. My first moment of thing, I, I want to go. Burp, burp, you want to rip I, his eyes And out. then I really think about it and I go, I'm so lucky to have a guy who's actually taking the time not to say, oh, honey, you look good in everything you put on. That's great. That's bold. wonderful. But I, don't, I think that's not the reality for most people. Can we all marry Greg? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's, uh, it's you know what? I, I sometimes wonder really what makes a guy or a girl one way rather than another way, and I really think it stems from being truthful from the first day that you meet people. Now, listen, when you're 20 years old, and you know your marriage doesn't work out because you both change and so on and so forth, that, that's different. We're talking now in our life today, where you know what you want, or at least if you don't know what you want, you know what you don't want. Right? Very true. Yeah. I know you don't I want, want the same I thing. I don't want. So I think that's, that's what makes a difference. But Andrew, on your example, not using that example again, but I think that that's what's going to make your next relationship really successful is being truthful. When I say truthful, I don't mean that you're a liar. I mean really dig de- deep down and say, is this what I can see myself being with and, and being and saying every morning truthfully? That's I agree with you that that's probably the ideal relationship when you can be completely honest. But I just don't think, but I don't, well, this is what Chantel said, completely honest-ish. What does that mean? Well, that means like, do I look fat in these pants? Uh, maybe, maybe not your best look. Maybe you do look fat in those pants, but you're saying it in a way that's like, hey, they're just not, it's not your best look. I feel there's a different way. There's a middle ground that you can take. And there's some people who would. You're an honest guy. I feel like that's working to your detriment. <laughs> there's some people who would also say that you have to also have the confidence within yourself to dress the way you are comfortable and to put something on and feel good about it and sometimes not even care what the other person is saying. Like, own it and well, stick to it. Well, you know what? It's funny you say that because I think that in my experience that the other person really doesn't even care what you're saying or think. You know, I've, I've been through many cases where we're, go- we're going out in the case of what you're, you're wearing. getting stared down here again, by the way, Andrew. No, in the case of what you're... Okay, here's the example, and this happens, I'm sure, in, in bedrooms around the city on, okay, a sa- on, a Saturday, on a Saturday evening. Okay, it's Saturday night woman right comes now. Out, What's going on in your woman bedroom? A woman comes out and says, how does this look? You say, it looks great, honey. She comes back five minutes later, completely different outfit. How does this look? It looks fantastic, and then the 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 uh, the, the outfit she normally she eventually ends up wearing has is neither the first nor the second, and and your your opinion had absolutely nothing to so do. So I have with a anything. question: Do you ever ask a woman if she likes what you're wearing? Yes, and absolutely. Did you ask them tonight? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> no, I didn't get a chance. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You fell right in. You fell right into that. Well, I do. Okay, Chantal, go ahead. So go for it. What I was going to say is this, is that it's very interesting that we, we talk about the women who are coming out asking blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, when a woman really has to ask the guy more than once, you know, what, how do I look? The truth is this. When I look in the mirror and I'm wearing white pants and I feel fat, I don't need to really find out from you that yeah. fat. At the end of the so day, I know ass. I'm fat. So this is the, that's the thing. Everything stems from inside your security how you feel as a person that that's 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 where it's, it all starts is, there it all starts there it doesn't even matter what the guy says it does you see like no, this, it today i'll tell you why it matters when when i left the house today i said i put on this and i said to my husband 
do you think I should be wearing white like this? Like, I don't know, do I look like I'm going on like a Hawaii or something? Because no, he says, you look great, looks fabulous. He goes, what do you want me to wear? He says, you want me Aww. to wear like colored pants or you want me to wear jeans? And he pulls out a couple of shirts and he pulls and he says, which shirt do you like? Aww. And I said, I like, <laughs> no, but what I'm That's saying nice. is that why wouldn't I want my husband or, you know, to look good? What, like he trusts me. So and I trust him. So there you go. The word is trust. So it's not a question of, oh, it's not going to matter. It does matter. And you know what? If you don't make it matter, that's where the relationship starts to Fumble. We're doing our show from the road this week. Chantal Shamandi is here. Chantal Desjardins, Andrew Carter. We're outside the Jack Saloon uh, on location in the old Portrait Grand Prix. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City, your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. On location this week for Grand Prix weekend, we're outside the Jack Saloon in the Old Port, right on De La Commune. We actually went outside, Cheryl. We're now in the Red Caddy. Uh, talking to people in the Solo in the City uh, mobile, I guess, with our roundtable here. Uh, pretty fun first uh, show on location. Oh, it's amazing. I'm having a great time. And what better panel can we have than all these fantastic people sitting in my backseat where usually people sit to ask me questions and advice on dating? Remember, if you see the caddy and you see me in it, you can ask me anything you want about relating, dating, and mating. All right, so on the roundtable tonight for a special show, we have Chantal Chamandi, Chantal Desjardins, and Andrew Carter talking about not only just high-maintenance relationships, but dating and getting out there and Grand Prix weekend. Uh, it's a pretty big week for dating. Uh, what's your advice, Cheryl, for people who are sort of wanting to find a partner? This, this, this is a big dating weekend, I think, for Montrealers. Well, it's not only a big dating weekend. It's a big people-watching weekend. And my biggest advice this weekend is if you're flying solo, get out there and... Leave the phone at home. Keep your head up. Look around. There is so much going on out there. Be part of it. Like, you don't want to be staring at your phone. That's tomorrow. Tonight, look around. See what's going on. Because, again, it's Saturday night, Grand Prix weekend. You want to be seeing what's going on. All right, so let's get back to our panel. Uh, we were talking about Andrew's love life. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, Andrew has just left the car. <laughs> Uh, are you, so are you okay with the characterizations tonight, or uh, do, you, do you want to correct the record at all? What characterizations? No, Chantal we had no. I think that I, I think that um, it, it's interesting a woman's perspective on this. But uh, getting back to what it's like in Grand Prix, you know how you meet somebody in Grand Prix weekend. Uh, it's very easy. Go to any bar downtown, have a few drinks, and you'll meet people. Right, Chantal? I'm hoping to meet the Prince of Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> But it's well, true. But at least I've never I, you seen know what, so she's many dressed right because what, that's what we were talking about. You know, whether you look good, whether you don't look good, and whether the person you're asking should be telling you the truth, not the truth. Then you kind of think that you that's guys don't want you girls do not want to hear the truth. You can say anything you want, Wait but you're so. You're no, no, no. You know what we know. Well, you know what we say. want, Andrew. When a woman does ask that, what they're really asking you for is they're asking you, "Are you attracted to me tonight? Do you think?" You well, know, ask that. Well, Why but we ask that and we say yes. I'm not disagreeing with you that sometimes we just want to go out there, but that's really what they want to know. Are you attracted to us? Because when somebody asks me that, uh, if I'm dating them, I'll either say, you know what? 
Yeah, you know what? I want to rip your clothes off when you're wearing something like that. And let's go. Yeah, come on. Let's face it, Chantal. Don't wow. you uh, want to do that? I agree. I agree. 100%. Oh, I love those two mics. Boom, right? <laughs> um, I, I agree. You know what? I think I think the Andrew here, uh, and, and I say this in, you know, the nicest way, I think that the years maybe that you've been with maybe other people in your life and that's you know the relationship in other words you you are now basically paraphrasing the relationship that you had in your life maybe not with your ex-wife or whatever but I'm just talking general because you seem to think that women and you use the word women are all really the same that, that's that's what I feel like that I'm hearing and and I, like I say that like I said I, I don't mean that in a mean way but I think that that's where you need to maybe make that change a little bit because not all women are the same because if all women were the same and all men were the same then either everybody would be married or everybody would be divorced we are different every character he's looking at me maybe you should date a different type of woman is what we're saying one that doesn't necessarily need to ask you every but, outfit but, uh, she puts on wait a minute I do want to say in Andrew's defense <laughs> no 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 I want to say something you're ganging up on me for no reason because I'm just I'm talking about generalizations here and we're really focusing on this clothing thing that's, way that's too right, much that's right because we, we you were, no no but you were talking to me about um, about honesty and compromising and so on and that's how the conversation started right. And I believe that, you know, you, a man in general, in general, has to compromise if he wants to have a successful relationship right, with a but, woman. But you because, all- because uh, you know, uh, it's, that, that's the way it is. I mean, I, I, well, I give it That's what I'm examples. saying. But you are, you're also saying that we are actually, we don't really care what you say. That's what you said. You said we, you don't really want to hear what we have to say. You're just going to do it whatever. You're going to do it no matter what or you're yeah. going to, but that's not true. Here's the thing is, you know what, I, I think that the key word that we're focusing on here is also compromise. And I, and I really do believe this. A lot of people might say you shouldn't compromise who you are for a relationship. And I do agree with that. I think what we have to remember is, and Chantal, tell me if you agree on this one. When we're in a relationship and we give to that other person, it's not we're compromising. We're giving to them because we want to make them happy. There is a difference between compromising and doing something that you might not want to do. But for that person, you want to do it because it makes them feel good. And then they're happy to be with That's us. That's a very good it's point. It's not like, compromise. If I want to play golf on a Saturday morning and my... And my better half wants to go to the Jean-Talon market to pick up some fresh tomatoes. And I say, okay, you know, honey, I'd like to do that instead. That's compromise. That's compromise. Yeah, that's, but yeah, but maybe you could do both. Maybe you could teach her how to golf. It's compromise. Well, it's only compromise because you really want to go play golf. Right. Maybe you should date a girl that learns how to golf. Well, no, I, I actually think I that... Don't need a, I don't need to find a girl. I, I'm, I'm fine. So if you want to date Andrew Carter, <laughs> call him. <in. laughs> Oh well, no. Dan. You know what? I, I think like you have radio. to weigh in on this one. Okay, hang on a second. That was just. <laughs> I mean, on, I'm man. just the announcer here, but uh, but how, let me let me rephrase it. We're the thing you're talking about compromise. Why not talk about self improvement? Why is it so? Why is it taboo to just say? Uh, I want to improve as a human being with my partner, regardless of whether you're a man or a woman. Uh, to me, the, uh, all life is all about compromises. So it's just a question of whether you want to improve as a person or not. I think that that was, I think that that was dead on. Okay, because because at the end of the day, you're saying that you want to improve as a person for yourself. 
for yourself. You're not doing it for the other person. You're doing it for yourself. So if you're doing something for yourself that makes you happy, and maybe the Jean Talon market or whatever, doesn't mean that he can't play golf. Because the truth is, I would rather see you go and play four hours of golf and have a good time and come back and be happy as a person, truly, than you come to the tomato market with me. So to me, the fact that he would, the word compromise, I, I would, I really would. And you know what? I think that that's what will make you a great husband, a great friend, a great partner, whatever it is, because you're actually doing something that makes you happy. That, that's what I, I believe. That's so, why the word compromise to me is not a good word. I think what we can all take out of this conversation is that we should all date Chantal Chamandi because she will let you golf and she will get her own damn tomatoes. Hey, can I tell you something? Chantal Desjardins, let me ask you a question. Do you agree? You're with a guy right now, right? So well, he's more of a child. Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, we're going to have to settle this afterwards in the alleyways in, of the old port. Andrew Carter... Chantal Desjardins, Chantal Chamandi. No, Chantal, we're out of time. It's all, it's all, it's all finished. Uh, quickly, Cheryl, a note for the rest of the weekend, Grand Prix. Uh, any events coming up you want to highlight? You know what? There's a lot going on, but tomorrow is at Le Richmond. There's a brunch, and you can get out there, and you can watch what's going to be happening at the racetrack. It's going to be a great place. Again, a terrace, lots of people watching. And then the continuation at... Jack Saloon tomorrow, tomorrow night. Great DJs as well. And later on tonight, it's 10 o'clock at around 11 o'clock, ACDC is hitting the stage at Jack Saloon. So if you're at home listening to this, get on down to the Old Port and partake. And for everything else happening this week, go to soulinthecity.tv and check out all the events that's happening on the KISS calendar. Remember, keeping it simply social is what it's all about, right? That's right, Cheryl, and uh, thanks so much for organizing a great party. Thanks to Jack Saloon on De La Commune here in the Old Port for hosting us. Pretty wild place. It's a great place, and fantastic food. I mean, it's it's incredible what the chef put, uh, puts out here. Solointhecity.tv is the website. You can check out the blogs there as well as the dating site. And, uh, Cheryl, we'll see you next week. We will. And remember, I'm Cheryl Basner, flying solo with you this week and every week. Get up, get out, get social, and remember to kiss. Keep it simply social. I see I'm too